When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is dedicated to Anthony Gonzalez, Jordan Medea, Lauren Mack, Amy Butterfield, Kane Gray, Scott Covert, Kevin Walker, Janusz Striesbeck, and Anna Silva, and all of our supporters over at Patreon.com. This show's for you. Nobody's Listening, where we tell funny life stories and invite you to do the same. How you doing, folks? This is Nobody's Listening, where everybody's got a funny life story. This is episode 212, brought to you the week of May 6, 2014. I am your host. My name is James Kennison. With me, as always, is John Steinklobber. How you doing, sir? I am fantastic. How are you? I'm doing great. Did I already ask that? Um, Not on the camp, not on the show. Okay. It's not official until it's get asked on the show. That's right. Any conversation that we have prior to hitting record is is crap. And if you asked me how I was doing before we hit record, Mm. you're an idiot. Oh. Sorry. I know that kind of hits close to home. You've never expected that that meme, the idiot meme. I didn't know I would be one of the idiots. I didn't know it was a meme. It it is now. (laughs) You're an idiot. It is now. Oh, it's man. Official. Uh, so how, how's your week been, man? My week has been hmm, okay. All right. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I got this. I don't know if it's like drainage or what. I don't know. It got a little sick. <laughs> yeah, not that <laughs> kind of. That's gross. Uh, any kind of drainage. I wasn't even thinking about butt drainage until you said not no, that kind of drainage. No, I, now I'm thinking kind of- about butt drainage. <laughs> What? It's not butt drainage. Have you been eating some Splenda? No. Or whatever that's. Olestra. Olestra. <laughs> Olean. Yes. Olean uh, may cause anal seepage. So, no, no. Loosen it um, up the Sphinx? <laughs> no, not, no. I just, okay. just, uh, I can't. I, I have nothing left. Except uh, it, it might have been sinuses. And mm. so thus the, uh, the deep voice now. Yeah. Which, you know, I don't mind. Well, now you got you know. Last time we talked about how attractive you were with a bald head, and now you got the sexy voice. Hmm. I don't know. Now I'm crazy. It may be causing some of our female listeners to stumble. <laughs> <laughs> well, until they see my picture, yeah. and they'll be like, "Oh man, I stumbled for what?" Well, I'm actually thinking about swapping the photos out, <laughs> <laughs> so everybody will think you're the fat guy. <laughs> no one will be the wiser. Oh gosh, he does great voices, but he's so fat. So well, uh, well, uh, I um, I don't know if you noticed, but if you go to podcast.nlcast.com, you can see what I've been working on for the, I guess Sunday and Monday and today and last night and the night before. You know, a few few weeks, 
No, but a few days I, I was working on the podcast website there at podcast.nlcast.com. I, yeah. I, I've, I've struggled with that theme for in the podcast for quite a while because it's just there's no such thing really as a good uh, theme for podcasters that just does exactly what a podcast would want. So yeah. I looked around and spent hours, you know just proving that fact. And then I, I was like, you know what? I want to hire somebody, you know? And then I was like, no, I'm not because it costs 900 bucks or something. And <laughs> so then I'm like, I'm going to try to do it myself. And by God, I learned some, uh, some extra bonus. I mean, I knew enough to get by, but I, I learned how to do some cool stuff. So now there's a featured podcast section and there's this cool, you know, green, ribbon you know navigation across yeah. the top and, and that scrolling thing that you got at the very top of the screen looks pretty sharp yeah that's taken the place of our toolbar that you know we used to have that showed all of the different stuffs and okay and i was like i'm gonna take that thing down i'm gonna put up an old school you know or a regular slider you know like a like a and that's all it is is i made a really skinny Really thin slider, and now I've got this animated toolbar at the top of the website. It looks really man. Cool. So. That's all witch witchcraft to me. It's wizard stuff. <laughs> I know it's, internet wizardry of, of it, yours. It's what you can have if you sign over you know, your soul. You get a great. Mm. I I did it for a website, so I might have gotten I might have gotten screwed. Well, now you can do this and um, charge people nine hundred bucks a pop. Oh. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, go by and check it out, people, if you haven't. And um, while you're there, you know, just look around. There's lots of pages. There's archives. There's, you know, there's a place to submit your story. You can follow us and stuff and subscribe. Yeah. And, and mostly you can just look at it and be like, wow, I cannot believe that uh, the fat guy did all this. So, No, wait. The skinny guy did oh. it. Oh, that's right. We reversed Don't, it. I'm sorry. We got to fix the, can't, yeah. Can't confuse people. So, I'm bald and deep-voiced. Yeah. Uh, I mean, <clears throat> I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we talked before uh, the show. It seems like John's got the depth <laughs> of the voice, and something's wrong with mine today. I feel like somebody cut my voice in half and left off the bottom end. And so now I, I feel like I sound like a... A, a, a preteen, you know, like mm. like I'm like my voice is gonna crack any minute, you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> All right, whatever. And uh, yeah. Uh, speaking of Patreon, um, <laughs> my 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 I have a favorite patron now. If yeah? you don't know what that is, it's it's folks go to patreon.com slash nlcast and they support us and they give us a little bit every. For every show that we put out, and yeah. uh, and uh, we'll be talking about that in a bit. But I I have a favorite patron, and I don't know if I'm supposed to, but I do, and it is my wife because she mm-hmm. randomly signed up, and I got the email, and she signed up for two bucks a show, which Whoa. I really appreciated. Somebody else I, I mentioned online, and somebody else was like, uh, "Only two bucks? That's kind of cheap." And <laughs> and Jen saw it, and she's like, "Hurt my feelings because." I, you know, I was only going to do one, and then I did two. And, and she said, you know, I would have done more, but uh, I thought it would be 
Um, what did she say? She said, uh, I thought it would be uh, counteractive. Counterproductive, that's what she said. Counterproductive. <laughs> and I agreed with her. I was like, yeah, it would have. And then later I'm like, what? You know, I, I think what she meant was that, you know, if we give too much money to the show, we'll be poor. Is kind of what she was saying. So yeah. every dollar counts. And, um, I see. But she, she did tell me, um, uh, she came in the room. She's like, okay, I, I give two bucks a show. And um, I did it. I did that because you get a sticker at $2. <laughs> and I want my sticker. And um, <laughs> and I had to check. I was like, wait a minute. I thought you know it was higher, but no. If you give you know two bucks a show, I mail you out a sticker. I'm actually going to be mailing this out this week. And uh, sweet. And she, so I I gave her. I confirmed it and gave her her sticker. And um, and she also got a hug and a kiss. I just want to make it clear mm. though that that is not a bon- That is not a reward for any of the yeah. other patrons out there. So they thank uh, you. Yeah, if I see you in person, I might give you a hug. I'll be the skinny guy with, with the bald skinny bald guy. Head. Yeah, but I'm not going to kiss you. So that that actually should be a reason to give. Yeah, well, I mean, you did a belfie for these people, which I still owe you for. That's Checks right. in the mail. You owe me five bucks, <laughs> homie. Yeah, I do, and and I apologize that it hasn't come yet. The problem is, is I never have cash on me. Yeah, I know that feeling. And I wanted to do it authentic. I wanted you to have the enjoyment of waiting for that letter with that five dollar bill in it. Well, I may enjoy that wait for quite a while. Is what you're telling me. So maybe I'll, not, I'll, I'll because s- I am a man of my word. It's just a very slow word. Well, especially over a joke. Speaking of jokes, um, Fenton, <laughs> Fenton from Ireland. Uh, I met him years ago when I went over there and did some children's ministry work in, in Ireland. And, and he's yeah. just kind of stayed in touch. And he's a lot older now and all this. But we have a mutual love of, of Doctor Who. And uh, listeners will, will recall that after I went, I, I mentioned uh, that, that Matt Smith. Matt Smith is rubbish. Yeah, rubbish. And, and rubbish. And that was that was Fenton who said that. So anyway, oh. he sent me a message today, a, a little screenshot of an article. And and <clears throat> let me just first say, I don't believe this. I think it's probably just one of those the onion type of stories. But uh, spoiler alert, just in case of of season eight. Of Doctor Who, mm-hmm. um, most of us know that Peter Capelli is going to be coming on as the new Doctor, and right. a fellow, a new companion named Samuel Anderson will be joining the show as a as a companion. He's apparently well known you know, over over there in their country in London, England. Okay. Um, so the deal is this. They say there. This article said that Peter Capelli is a is a is a fake, meaning he's not coming in as the Doctor, even though they're going to make you think it is. He's actually going to be an incarnation of the Master, and that the true Doctor is going to be Samuel Anderson. Really, and I love this for two reasons. One, an African American Doctor Who would be radical. And secondly, I love the storyline. That would be an awesome twist. But um, the guy, you know, Fenton, who sent it to me, kind of blocked out certain parts of the website, like the title and and where it was from and all that. So it it really leads me to believe that it's just a joke 
thing. Mm. But if if you heard it here first and it turns out to be real, then you still heard it here first, even if it's not real. So yeah, you, yeah, and that's good news. You heard it here first. I, I think it was is great because I'll be honest. Call me sexist, but a lot of people have have talked about. Oh, I want a female doctor. I want a female doctor, and I, I'm just like. Eh. That'd be like having a female Superman, you know? I mean, you they actually do have a Supergirl, I know. Supergirl, yeah. But but it's, okay. it's like women's baseball. I'm sorry. It's just not. <laughs> it, it, and, you know, if they do that, great. I'll figure it out. It could be awesome. I don't know. But uh, I'm definitely down for a, uh, for a Doctor Who of a different um, culture, you know, just a different background. That'd be pretty awesome. Samuel Anderson. Samuel Anderson. Good looking guy. As far as well, guys I'm gonna go, have to do some googling. Yeah, so uh, there you go. Samuel so, Jackson. No, no, not so, <laughs> not so attractive. <laughs> Samuel oh. Jackson. By the way, I've been watching Hulu a lot. Homeboy mm-hmm. is all over Hulu doing commercials about Capital One freaking oh, yeah. cards, and I'm like, Samuel Jackson, are you really going through some tough times. Has it really been that long since Snake's on a plane to where you ain't making no money no more? And you got to come on and talk Nick about Fury. Capital he One. He should be rolling in it. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. But uh, he's he's looking sharp. He's in a great suit. He's talking about mm. uh, saving money. He's, he's saying retweet, you know, and all this kind of stuff. He's not swearing at me. Um, What's in your wallet? But I've seen it so many times. I'm watching these 22-minute episodes, and I'm getting yeah. 15 you know, ads and all this, and I'm wondering, why do I pay for this? That ain't good. But, uh, yeah, that, that's where I've been seeing him quite a bit. Uh, let's move into some weekly updates. I wanted, I've been waiting all week to tell you guys about the toilet moth. Okay? Ooh, sounds exciting. The toilet moth. I, was, uh, I always stay up pretty late. Kids are in bed, wife's in bed, and so I always have to creep down the hall to the bathroom that are near the kids' rooms. And so I'm in there, I'm close the door, and um and and I lift the lid and I notice that there is a there is a moth just sitting on the edge of the water line in the bowl. <laughs> and you know, women, you may not know this, but men, if we see something like that, the obvious thing, the only thing you could do is play fireman and That's try right. to knock that joker into the water. You now have a target in that toilet. Yes. This, this, this can even happen if there's a little tiny freckle of poo on the side. <laughs> then it's a mission because yeah. you have to take care of that. You have to pee long enough. <laughs> to get it off to grind through it <laughs> so anyway um so there's a toilet moth and so i i go and i'm and i'm doing it and i hit it but it flies out it did not go oh. into the water toilet moth was t- had been touched by pee and Ew. he starts and he starts flying and fluttering <laughs> you know how moths are moths yeah they go they, everywhere they don't go straight they're flipping out, and he's all over, and he's coming up closer <laughs> past my belt line, pa- up to my face, and I'm still peeing. I can't leave. I can't. You can't I, stop. I can't think enough to crimp it off or anything, and I'm just like, uh, 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 and toilet moth, man. He goes up, 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 and he goes up, and he sticks to the ceiling. And I was like, <laughs> usually, I don't like smushing moths anyway, because they're dusty. They leave behind yeah. dust. I don't know what that is, but they're dusty. But this was had pee-pee on him as well. And so I allowed Toilet Moth to live. And I kid mm-hmm. you not, two days later, my son comes in and says, There's a moth in the bathroom. And it was. It was Toilet Moth. He was still <laughs> toilet there. Toilet Moth. 
he was there, and I took a piece of toilet paper, and I and I specked him off the wall. And my brother, my my brother, my son's like, "What's that? What's that stuff on the wall?" I'm like, hey, "Moths are powdery. I don't know." But uh, powder moth, toilet moth, man. Toilet moth. He was after me. That re- it reminded sounds, me. Yeah, song. Yeah. It, well, remember it for later. Remember it for toilet later. Toilet moth. <laughs> My, uh, it reminds me of the time I was messing around with my daughter and, uh, and I ran her into the, I, you know, got, grab her and we're wrestling and I, and, and to get her, I stuck her hand down in the toilet bowl no. and that was <laughs> supposed to gross her. Toilet. Yeah. That was supposed to gross her out. <laughs> but, um, but she immediately gets this wicked grin on her face and starts bringing her hand up to my face. Oh, cause now she realizes as only a true genius of comedy would and evil uh, that her hand had become a weapon. <laughs> and so she chased me around with this, this wet, nasty hand and, oh, and I was laughing so hard. <laughs> I was so proud and so excited that she had done that, but I still didn't want it touched. I'm screaming like I do, you know, and, and I'm trying to breathe at the same time. It was, it was one of the best <laughs> days ever, best moments ever. Anyway, so mm. we still talk about that. The pee hand. What, 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 why don't you share? Why don't you take a share? Okay. And I'll rest my my little happy little crunchy voice, my little middle school rest voice. Rest your toilet moth <laughs> experience. Well, okay. My son, Johnny, he's our oldest. He's nine, and he is homeschooled. And it's, it's a lot of work. For oh, my wow. wife. I didn't know he was homeschooled. That's awesome. Yes, he is. He, his whole life, actually, he's been homeschooled, which, you know, isn't that long. But still, he's homeschooled. But he's also part of this, um, it's like a homeschool group. And so, like, every Wednesday, he gets to join in the homeschool group. And so, he actually has, like, a class and stuff like this. And he has, he's getting to the age where he's, and I, he might be here a little earlier than I expected, but He's he's finding that girls are pretty. Ah. And, uh, he has he has his eye on a fourth grade girl who's also <laughs> his teacher's daughter. And this homeschool group, they get to take field trips occasionally, and they have this really cool online system where you can tell who's riding in what car. So for huh. a couple of days, he was looking to find out where this girl. <laughs> He's riding in a car. He's like, he's like, I, I just want to ride with her. That's why I just want to ride in the same car as her. <laughs> and so for a couple of days, he's doing it. And then finally, he sees that she's riding in this particular car. And he's like, ah, I got to sign up, Mom. Sign me up for that car. <laughs> so he's signed up and ready to go. And the day comes. He gets to take a field trip. And he gets to ride in this car with this girl that he thinks is pretty. And so the the next day... Or actually, the same day, I'm riding in the car with him. It's after school and stuff. And he said, Dad, I had to ride in a car with a bunch of girls. And, <laughs> what do you think was going to happen? And, he, and I said, well, do you have any remorse on, on the decision you've made? And he says, what's remorse? And I said, well, <laughs> do you feel bad for making the decision to ride in the car that you chose? He's like, no way. That car was awesome. <laughs> He's like, it had electric doors that opened and closed by themselves. It was cool. I said, but you're in a car with a bunch of girls. He said, I don't know. It was, it was an awesome car. It's like 100 times awesomer than your car. 
Mm. So he's there, but he ain't all the way there. You know, that's good. That's a great place. That's that's like my son. He's got a crush on my daughter's teacher. Oh, and uh, I think I've mentioned her on the on the podcast before. She's very pretty. She looks really young. You know, like like my wife. You know, does it's like a good. She looks like she's nineteen instead of twenty six or whatever. but uh, she she's really pretty. But Jay Jay just silently loves her and and mm-hmm. hopes he when she opens the door to let Jenna in for Carline when we pick up, she um, he always leans forward and just so that she will notice him and and wave or smile. <laughs> yes, as I remember doing that, <laughs> just kind of drawing a little attention to yourself, maybe dropping a book on the ground or something, hoping that they'll notice you. I remember, I think I I. Had to have been five or something. I remember just little snatches of things here and there, but I was sitting in some girl's lap in a car, you know, mm-hmm. back before seat belts and you know right. were, were mandatory. And I'm sitting in this in this seat, you know, in her lap and this that, and the other. And I remember just suddenly thinking, I like this. I'm sitting <laughs> in the lap of this girl, and she's pretty, and 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 it just it just uh, it was such a crazy thing. I don't think it stuck forever, but in that you moment, nervous and stuff. It's like, crazy how young how young they are. Because Jay, even when he was little, you know, my, my daughter never went up and just said, "Mom, you're so pretty," and stuff like that. She would say, "I love you," and this that, and the other. But Jay, you know, Jay, Jay would come up and say those kinds of things and just make her day. And, and I would I would try to compete, you know, cause, <laughs> and I would go, no, she's not, you know. No, but that that wasn't the right kind of competitiveness there. Yeah, that might cause trouble. Yeah, that must be recommend or rectified with flowers. Um, I have a an update I meant to share last week, um, actually a week before last, and I, and I have it in this little book, and I for some reason did not pull it out of the book and put it in the show notes, but it's still as funny as it was then. Mm. But we, we were at, at the park, and we'd been invited by the neighborhood people to come to this little um, Easter get-together deal. And uh, some, you know, we brought our dog, and the dog I hate, and um, <laughs> the idiot dog. And, and somebody else had brought you know their dogs, and before I got, before I left the house, of course, I was like, we need to get the poop bag thing, the poop bags. Mm. And back when we had a giant dog, you know, the uh, greyhound, we used to <laughs> use. We just, you know, you use the freaking, you know, Walmart bags, the big plastic, you know, handle sacks that, that yep. you don't pay money. But when you got a little dog, that's a little overkill because uh, you could literally put the poop and feces of about 50 little dogs inside of each one <laughs> of those bags. It may weigh a hundred pounds, but it would hold it. Um, Put it in a big trash can and just leave it there for years. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody, has, <laughs> no one's ever done that. Um, but the, uh, but we bought, we paid money for this little container, this little dog shaped, I mean, a bone shaped little <laughs> roll of, of tiny brown little bags. And I, I was the one that remembered, Hey, let's get those in case he pops a squat there in the, in the park. And we'll be the only person in history that's ever picked poop up out of that park, by the way. That's just oh, a theory I'm rolling on after teaching my son how to freaking ride his bike over there. But, oh, um, so we wow. get over there and there's another he dog rolling on anything. And uh, the dog has a bow around his uh, his collar, and I don't know about you, but all dogs look like guys to me, unless 
they're yeah. like decorated like a poodle or something like yeah. that. Yeah. All poodles are girls and all other dogs Especially are Especially labs, you know? Uh, yes. Ye- there's a le- yellow lab, looked like a dude, but he had a, b- a big bow on and I looked a little closer and that bow, it was not, a, it was a bow fashioned from something very familiar, something I mentioned earlier. It was a bow fashioned from a freaking shopping bag. <laughs> and, and it took me a second to realize not only is that weird but this guy they went ahead and just made him wear his own poop bag <laughs> as a bow oh my gosh and i was like that is ridiculous if it w- well it's ridiculous if it's a dog it's already ridiculous but i'm glad Make we don't do that <laughs> anywhere else i mean grandpa we're, not, we're about to go it's to Walmart's parenting time to tie on a depend, you know, as a bow. <laughs> being, they're shaped like bows, actually, and, and it, it could work if you open them up, you know. Um, you just put it on like a helmet or a hat. <laughs> just wear it around your waist like a hoodie or something. But, you know, and babies, you know, we don't make them wear extra diapers, you know. As, mm. as little, you know, around their shoulders or something stupid, but their little helmets. They could go on as helmets, the kind of pull-up ones, you know. You could wear them on their heads. Yeah. But, but yeah, this poor dog didn't even know. Oh, that's what was the worst part. I'm like, you don't even know what they've done. You're you're wearing your own freaking poop bag on your collar. So <laughs> At least it didn't have the poo in it still. Yeah, I don't know why I care about other people's dogs. Yeah, that would be something else, though. <laughs> I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put it past somebody to think. Why am I carrying this de- bag of poo? You know, I'm going to make my dog carry it. It's yeah. his to begin with. Gosh, I'm just. That's so glad. why I don't have a dog. I'm glad I don't have a giant dog too. Because for real, when them giant dogs poop, it's like picking up three apples, man. It is uh, warm. Uh, <laughs> you can feel it through the bag. Uh, <laughs> you don't have to touch it, but it's like you're touching it. You know, and oh. My fear is that there'd be like a little hole in the bag or something. You might get some of that poo juice on your hand. I've done what? it. Oh, yeah. When it's slippy, it's gross, man. It just smears uh. across the grass. But every time without fail, when you're when you're walking your dog and you have to pick up this giant poop, uh, there will be a car drive by with someone attractive in it to watch you. <laughs> it's it's just my life. So. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> poo dogs so what it, pets yes yes so uh have you run into any idiots this week mm, yes i have really sunday to be exact you know sunday is like the one day that we give ourselves to go out to eat because after church you're tired you don't want to go home oh, and yeah. cook junk so occasionally you know we'll we'll go out to subway you know, just somewhere to just have a sandwich and sit down. Well, I went to Panera, which I like. Panera's great. It's a great place. But, man, there was this idiot there, and he's such an idiot. So, you know how they give you those, this those is, buzzers? I want to just stop for a minute. This is something. This is John Steinclover, the nicest man <laughs> in the world that will never say anything negative, not even about an old woman who forgot to wear pants. <laughs> and he is calling someone a freaking right out, straight out idiot. So I, I cannot wait to hear this. Oh no, man. <laughs> um, well, I better make it good. <laughs> yeah. No, I, so, I, I. It's already good. <laughs> man, I'm, I'm kind of in a mood right now. Anyways, good. I, I was surfing Instagram, and I'm like three pic- people put pictures of 
I'm not a big fan of selfies, but this is like the anti-selfie where they take a picture of themselves where they're not showing their face or like showing their legs sitting by a pool or something like that. Oh my gosh. I don't know if I was just jelly or jelly. I can't believe I just said jelly. Jelly. Jealous or what, but um, like, I was just like, why why are people taking leg selfies and (laughs) stop it? Stupid. I, I need to get more into Instagram. Apparently I'm missing out on so much. Oh man, I I probably communicate more on Instagram than I do anything else these days. Huh. It's just a picture says a thousand words. That's true. Yeah, That's true. you can have a conversation. Oh well. Anyways, you know, so when you order at Panera, they give you a little buzzer. I don't know if they do it at, everywhere, but at well, ours. They I just look- looked up buzzer on UrbanDictionary.com, and I think you might want to choose a different word. They they give you a pager. There you go. Lights up. <laughs> <laughs> Even more of an idiot. <laughs> Jeez. So he has a pager. And, um, you know, they, they have, when your food's ready, they'll call your name and your pager goes off, right? Mm-hmm. So so order the food, get the pager, and there's a basket right up front, usually at the table where you get your food from. And it's like clearly marked. It says, this is where your pagers go. Put it in there. Mm-hmm. Well, this dude walks up and grabs grabs some food and he goes back. It looked like he had a couple trips. And then he walks up again and says, where do I need to put this pager? And he sees this basket over to his right. And he starts to reach over and put it in there. And the, the, the manager behind the desk says, it's right over there, pointing in the opposite direction of where this guy is trying to put this pager. And it's like a big basket that he's trying to put the pager into because it's like higher. They don't want people to put stuff into it. And as she says it's over there, he just looks at the basket where it's supposed to go and drops it into the basket where it's not supposed to go. <laughs> and I'm like, this guy's a moron. And he shouldn't be out to eat in this restaurant. <laughs> and, and then he's like, oh, I, 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 I'm so sorry. I, I should get that out of there. And the lady's behind the counter's like, no, no, don't take it out. There's bread in there. <laughs> so <laughs> she's like, no, I'll take care of it. And so the guy walks off feeling ashamed and doesn't make eye contact with, um, with the person behind the counter and tries to avoid seeing seeing her the whole time because he's so embarrassed by what he did. Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> no. Yes. I, had a, I had a lot of comebacks going through the cycle of this story. And and now I've kind of put some twos and twos together. Let me, let me just ask you one question. Yeah. After this guy um, put this through this in this basket, um, did he turn into a bat and fly away? <laughs> he wished he did. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you had me. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's an idiot. Uh, that is, I should have known right there. It was self-deprecating humor. I had to. I, I just, I bought it. I bought a flying <laughs> sinker. I felt so stupid. <laughs> I was like, I. she was saying it and even pointing to the basket. And I was like, okay, it goes in this basket. And then I dropped it in there and I felt stupid. Like, oh, let me get it out of there. No, there's bread. <laughs> And like the thing's rubbing the clean bread and she's throwing it in the trash. See, I was going to say, because you said he felt stupid as he went back to his thing. And that's what got me. But at first I was like, and it was even worse because there was John berating him. You idiot, man. You're such an idiot. You put it in the wrong basket. You're an idiot. (laughs) There's one thing that I am not, actually many things that I'm not good at. But one thing, when it comes to ordering food Uh and picking up food at like fast food restaurants, I hate the drive-thru line because... 
I'm like, I feel like people are waiting on me and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I don't know what I want. Please. I, it's terrible. So I was having one of those moments when I was. Yeah, you I was just like, wanted to get out of the way. Yeah. yeah. I was there to pick up my food, and that's all I wanted to do. I, I didn't just want to get rid of the sponsor. Yeah. And the fact that they messed something up, I had to point that out. Uh, I hate that, man. I will eat. I used to, anyway. I, I used to eat food I didn't want if it was wrong. Because I was yeah. so, you know, I just didn't want to bother anybody. You don't want no trouser food. But that was back when I would, you know, duck out before I paid. And so, <laughs> <laughs> never done it. Never done that. But yeah. uh, uh, Jen, oh, my wife, um, she's an awesome cook. Let me just say that right up front. She's good at what she cooks. She doesn't cook that much. But what she does cook, she's good at. This is something that I am not saying behind her back because this is something we've all decided. Mom's a good cook. She just doesn't cook very much. And one of the things that we get about once every two weeks is uh, sloppy joes. Okay? Sloppy mm. joes. Um, I almost, that almost didn't come out. Did you hear that? It was like, sloppy joes. Yeah. Uh, but we, changing. Uh, so we had sloppy joes, and she always makes fries in the oven, you know, steak fries. And it's really good. Mm. So we're sitting down there, and I'm, I'm really hungry, and I'm, I'm, I'm chawing down. And it took me about two bites, and something was something was wrong. I'm like, Jen, okay. I set it down. I hate to complain because, you know, <laughs> I am always the one that's in front of the kids saying, thank you, Mom, you know, for making dinner and blah, blah, blah. And, and I'm just like, oh, this is so nasty. I don't know. But I couldn't place what was wrong. There was something wrong with the sauce in the, in the meat. And and as soon as I said, baby, what's, what, what, is, what is going on here? She got this guilty look, almost, almost probably like the look I had when I – Forgot the dog out in the storm that time, <laughs> and I knew something something was weird. Because here's the thing: I also know about my wife's cooking is if she can't do it exactly the way she wants to, say say uh, spaghetti or something, and she doesn't have any noodles, she'll she'll be like, oh, well, I'll use macaroni noodles, no big deal. Yeah, you know, some people would never do that. You know, they would, improvise. Yeah, she'll improvise. She'll replace things with other things, and, and most of the time it works out fine. But this time when she got it in there and she realized she had hamburger meat but no uh you know sloppy joe mix she reached mm. for the taco seasoning <laughs> and she made up taco seasoning meat and put it in bread <laughs> and it was a you didn't have sloppy joes you had sloppy juans <laughs> you know that, that's what you had man you know that thing we, we talked about last week where you you drink tea sweet tea and it comes out and it's not sweet you know and it's just yes. tri triple gross it freaks you out i might have been able to handle it if she'd just been up front with me and said you know i i made taco seasoning meat in in this sloppy joe's but i couldn't do it i couldn't do it after that i was like <laughs> this is so gross it was so nasty it tasted oh, just like tacos <laughs> which ordinarily would be fine tacos on bread would be weird yeah but it's it's just messed up it's very messed up so anyway, Mexican sloppy joes. Try them. Mexican sloppy joes. Or don't Those try are the best. Sorry if that's offensive. By the way, I. They're, I don't they're the worst. There, there. We we fixed it. Mm. Is it my turn? Yeah. Well, okay then. So, <laughs> as a homeschool, I'm glad that I set it up there that Johnny's a homeschooler because this wouldn't make a whole lot of sense. So I get to do 
I guess maybe because of my job or what, but I get to teach the Bible lessons to my son because it's a you know Christian kind of homeschool thing. Yeah, that makes sense, being a yeah. kid's pastor and everything. Yeah, yeah. So I actually learn quite a bit, and so his, uh, his, his lessons come out on Sundays. So. <laughs> no, <laughs> that would be awesome, though. But anyway, so I was talking to him about God and the different names of God, and um, it got onto the subject somehow of sinners and how every, everyone's a sinner. We're all sinners, and talking about how, you know, Jesus is redemption for us and that kind of stuff. And, and so I said, you know, we kind of got through the lesson and stuff, and I said, so Johnny— are you a sinner? And he got this real offended look on his face, and he said, no. And then he thought about it for a second and said, I mean, yes. And so that's been kind of our family meme for a little while. Like, whenever we mean to say yes, we start off saying, no, I mean, yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, because it applies to everyone else. I mean, and, and that's church in a nutshell right there, dude. <laughs> yeah, isn't every, it? Every sermon you've ever heard. You know, it's it's like the woman caught in adultery. For those that don't know, you know, Jesus is hanging out. These guys bring this lady caught in adultery and they throw her on the ground. They got these stones they are going to stone her. And they said, what what do you say we should do? And, you know, the whole thing. And he 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 forgives her and he says, you know, he does that thing where he says, whoever has, you know, uh, no sin, go ahead and cast the first stone. And everybody drops her rocks and leaves and and she's all forgiven and stuff. It's it's a great story. Awesome story. Um, But but when you're sitting through church listening to it, you always relate and put yourself in the place of the lady. You know, oh, people, people are trying to get me down and they're and they're messing with me up and all this kind of stuff. But honestly, <laughs> if you really look at the story, um, most of us are the people throwing rocks. So, yes. But we never, ever put ourselves in that position. And, and that is a perfect example. Johnny's heard. About everybody's a sinner. Everybody's made a mistake. Everybody, yeah, everybody, yeah, everybody, everybody, everybody. Well, what about you? No way. No, never. I mean, yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Oh my goodness. Uh, mm. Um, I wanted to warn everybody real quick, and then we'll we'll move on to your uh, to your input, guys and girls. Um, that if if you ever. Um, lose a library book and then pay for it Mm. and then find it don't turn it in they don't want it back apparently i thought i was doing a good thing when i returned the uh the the littlest magical treehouse mummies at midnight or in the morning book (laughs) but when i today went over to try to pick up a few more books the lady behind the counter, apparently this bit, I just imagine this giant red box of doom shows up because she starts reading it really loud. The patron has done something horrible. I don't remember exactly what she said, but it was kind of like that. And you returned a book, you moron, that you should have, that you paid for. <laughs> and then she said something about it's on the evidence shelf. I'm like, holy crap. This is, a, this is a library, and you've got a freaking evidence shelf? You know, I was thinking about, uh, 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 um, oh, what's that movie with Simon Pegg? Um, <laughs> it oh, my reference. so what? many of them. Yeah. Hot Fuzz? Hot Fuzz, yeah. Where they got the evidence locker, you know, that's empty. But anyway, so I, I was in big trouble. I, I was like, gosh, dang. But then she goes back there. She opens this door, and there it is. I can see it from the front. I only saw a little bit, but there's stuff on there and i realized everything on it 
shelf is evidence of something. And I'm like, what is <laughs> what? going on with librarians today? You know, are they investigating things? I mean, there, there's Moonlight. a lot of things that are assumed when you have a, I don't have an evidence shelf and I have kids, you Man. know? So, I have an evidence house. I've been thinking I might want to just volunteer just long enough to where I can find out what the freak is going on at the local library with the, with the evidence shelf. But she went back there and she picked up my book. She brought it back to me and she says, well, let's just make sure this doesn't happen again. And she took out a marker and she marked over the barcode that they had stuck on the front of this crappy little paperback Whoa. book that's been there for 500 years that I paid twelve ninety five for. You'd think, you would think if you turned it back in, they'd be like, oh, thank you. There's still a nominal fee, but we will return half of your money. But no, I got in trouble for being a good guy. I just want to say. Man. And that is my, that is my experience in life always. Every good deed, no good deed, as they say, goes unpunished when you're mean. Mm. Tell you Truman what. Truman Capote. It's like the other day. I was doing, I was do, I've been working out, I've been trying to walk and stuff and run. And I was going around, it was, I go at night so nobody can see the fat guy trying to run because I don't know why it is. I even do it to other fat people. But when I see him <laughs> running, I just think, that's hilarious. Why are you even oh, running? Man. You're a fat guy. Look at how fat you are. And then, and so I know I don't want to do that. So I go at night. And yeah. there was this car in front of this house, and all the lights were out, but it, the door was slid open. It was, a, you know, a, a minivan with the side door open. The light was on, and I'm just imagining this lady's going to get up tomorrow, and her car's going to be dead, and all this. And I was like, I could just save her the problem and go close that door. But then I thought of all the possibilities of the things that could happen because they would Mm. to me. Like there could be a car alarm. There could be a reason. Maybe somebody's waiting inside and they want to come out and get some more stuff. And so they had set their keys down and I would have locked them in there and I'd be the evilest man in the world. So I just I just left it and and I'm sure the next morning the poor lady, mom of three with a newborn, surely she had a newborn. Judging yes, by the car that's seats. why the door was open. She she went in there and probably it rained that night. I'm sure, and everything horrible happened, and I will be judged. And I Animals am I am living. a sinner. I just want to say I I am a sinner. I didn't. <laughs> no, I did I did do it. I mean, I yes. did not do it. <laughs> uh, let me run through some news real quick. Uh, I mentioned Patreon yeah. earlier. Uh, we've got 24 backers thanks to my wife jumping in Whoa. there. And uh, I wanted to say uh, the stickers are going to go in the mail this week. And I mentioned uh, always that we were going to do a random sticker drawing for anyone um, that has given anything uh, to Patreon, but that hasn't, you know, quite gotten to a level where they get an automatic reward. And Aaron Huggly, Hug, Huey, I'm sorry, Huey, Hug, Hug, Huey, Huey, H, yeah, yeah. Aaron Hughley or Hughley or Huey, whatever you are, um, I already okay. got your address. You don't have to do anything, dude. I'm going to send you out a sticker. So congratulations. That's awesome. And um, for those of you that are like, I, I love Patreon. I think it's awesome, which is probably everybody. But if you're like, I can't do something every show, well, well there's an option in there. You could just tag in and say, okay, I'm going to do a dollar show. And then you could say, but I'm only going to do one show a month. There is an option for that. But if you want to keep hmm. it simple and you want to sponsor a show the old-fashioned way like we used to, for five bucks, you can go to podcast.nlcast.com and click on support NLCast. And for five bucks, we'll, we'll mention you as a, um, a sponsor. 
And for 10, we'll, we'll read a message from you. So uh, if you Ooh. want to do it the old-fashioned way, that is still available. And plus, I want you to know you can join us every Tuesday or Thursday nights, mostly Tuesdays, live at 9.30 p.m. Eastern at podcast.nlcast.com slash live. And speaking of the chat room, there's quite a few folks in there now. And I'll read out some names. Uh, Alexander, Pop-Tart, 524, was it Einsteinium? That's a great name. Einsteinium. Wheezy and Pablaron. Janusz is in there, one of our patrons. And uh, all those guys, there's about 17 in there right now. So, uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. It sends me a message and lets me know how many folks have, uh, have tuned in over the course. Of, That's uh, cool. Jaron's in there. Jaron Rogers, Noah, Lucas. So, uh, Wheezy. I like that name. Yeah. Wheezy. It's awesome. All right. Let's, let's uh-huh. read some content from our listeners here. We've, oh, sorry. Elizabeth is in there too. Oh, L, sorry, L's in there. We don't want to leave you out. Uh, we'll be reading something from her if we can get to it. Let's see. Last night, this is from Rockstar Paul. You remember him? Yeah. My friend Paul Godbout. Last I met night, him once. Um, he has a great website if you want to check it out. It's called letterstolewis.com. It's uh, letters that he started writing to his son before he was born and continues to uh, to just write letters to him that he will give to him when he's older. It's pretty awesome. He's That's not going to die or anything. It's not like tragic or something. Right. You know? It's Does just he a, got kids on the way? Um, he has a son. He has a son okay. he's had for quite a while. So really, yeah, he's like a year and a half old or something. So very oh. cute and very punkish. He's like a little punk kid. It's awesome. So anyway, he he writes. Last night I was reading a book as I made my way across the busy train platform. As always, I glance up every few seconds to make sure I don't bump into anyone. I don't know anybody that reads and walks. Have you ever seen that? I do it all the time. It okay. helps me from not having to talk to people that I walk uh, past. I just do that on my phone. Yeah. I just pretend like I'm talking to people. <laughs> uh, I, I, was, too. I was on the most narrow portion of the platform when I noticed a man rapidly approaching, showing no sign of moving to the right or the left. He was wearing, a dark, he was wearing dark sunglasses and sweeping a long red and white stick back and forth in front of himself, banging it into poles and benches as he walked. He, by the way, he mentioned to me that um, I will I will be the official LBB of the week, and, and, you'll, <laughs> yes. and he said you'll find out tomorrow. And then he sent me this. Bring uh, it back. Still immersed in my book, I moved to the right side of the extremely narrow walkway and continued to advance toward the man. In the span of one second, looking up from my book, I thought he'll move to the far side and quit swinging that stick. Once he gets closer to me, no one is rude <laughs> enough to drive another person off the platform. And the good news is I was right. He did move to the far right of the platform and he stopped swinging his stick. The bad news is he did it as he cracked me against the shin with his aluminum cane, causing me to react audibly and draw the attention of everyone around <laughs> us toward my stupidity. Nice. Instead of temporarily spacing the obvious signs that the man was blind and thinking that he was a jerk for simply doing what blind people do wasn't bad enough, the man apologized to me after he hit me. <laughs> More accurately, after I walked into his cane. I'm, oh, I'm, I'm fairly certain that that makes me the LBB of the week. And uh, he says, I'm glad you guys are yes. back. I'd love to hear more recordings of Jay's prayers, Rockstar Paul. So... Thank you so much. He doesn't That's call awesome. himself Rockstar Paul, by the way. That I, I do. He's Paul. Paulie Godbout. So go ahead and check out letters to Lewis.com 
and I actually set it up for him. It's, so it's pretty cool. But he's he's That's writing cool. stuff. He's writing stuff. But yeah, we got a friend named Keith who's blind. He's a listener, and um, he will surely appreciate that. Uh, speaking of Elizabeth, when I was little, my parents used to spank me. No, I wasn't one yeah. of the spoiled white kids who get sent to the room as punishment. I got <laughs> spanked. Yeah, so do we all. Yeah, I did too, boy. And those spankings learned me how to get my freaking lesson on. I'm a per- I'm perfect today, she says, besides the lasting emotional trauma and daily therapy. <laughs> anyway, my mom ha- always had really wiry, pokey hair on her legs. Mm. What? <laughs> she was also a single mom. I wonder why. No, <laughs> no I, she didn't say that. After she spanked me and I'd cried for a couple of minutes, she'd always sit me on her lap and tell me why what I had done was wrong. I always hated that part. Mm. What did you do? I always had to do that before the spanking. Oh, really? No, mine was after. While I'm still blubbering, tell me what it did. And she would make me apologize. Oh, yeah, my mom did that too, man. You have to say you're sorry. And it was the worst if it was a sibling. Mm -hmm. Because you had to do it. It was, you know, anyway. But all I would, she said, but all I would be thinking about was how sharp... Oh, her, her sharp, wiry hairs were stabbing into my smooth, peach fuzz five-year-old legs. It Five was, o'clock shadow legs. It was always my luck that she was wearing shorts. I, I think she might have done it on purpose, come to think of it. What bothers me is sometimes she didn't wear shorts and you could still feel it. It was like one side of Velcro, but... <laughs> one day when she told me I was going to get spanked I went straight to my room and put on like 15 pairs of underwear yes <laughs> and awesome be- and because I'm smart I didn't want to get stabbed anymore I wanted to have my butt beat with a wooden spoon um, I had the presence of mind to put on long pants so to my surprise it didn't make my rear impregnable and impervious to spanking it just dulled the sharp bite you know at the beginning <laughs> And made the pain more bruise-like than smack-like. I understand. Mm. Hooray for science and thinky people like me. But anyway, my mother never found out. Apparently, she didn't even notice how big and squishy my butt had suddenly become. (laughs) So I consider that a win. Thanks for the awesome show, Elizabeth. Mm. She had better luck than I did. Well, you used a book. Everybody remembers my story. Yeah. (laughs) Because it had an awesome song to it. (laughs) There's a book in my butt. (laughs) A book in my pants because I didn't want to do the pain dance. That's my favorite part. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, go back. If you don't know what we're talking about, go back in the archives at at podcast.nlcast.com and look up uh, book in my butt or book butt or something like that. Any of those combinations of keywords should get you to the episode in question. So. It's got to uh, be one of the cloud tags on that <laughs> wallpaper you made just recently. Oh, I'm, I'm sure. sure I'm it's. sure it's in there. Yeah, I, I tried to put a, a book in my butt. Now, to my credit, I, it was not a hardbound book. It was a it was a paperback book, and I'm going to tell you, it worked. It worked awesome. It, Underwear may not work, but a paperback book of about 75 to 100 pages works wonderfully. <laughs> the problem is when you walk away... And your mom watches you walk away, and she sees corners poking out of your mm. butt. So, it didn't work that's, too well. 
you know what? When you start writing your books, you need to make them butt-shaped Ooh. so that kids can stick them in their pants and get the whooping. There you go. All right. Trademarked. James Kennison. A, b- a book-shaped a butt-shaped book. That's the thing I'm going to buy for my kids this year. That's what I'll be they, looking at. They, they won't know. <laughs> uh, I live on the rural back roads of central Pennsylvania, and I work in Harrisburg. Stalkers. But mm-hmm. one, Monday, uh, or one Monday during my lunch break, I was talking with some city slicker coworkers about our weekends. Mm. And I told them <clears throat> that over the weekend, my friends and I went spotlighting for deer. After a moment of awkward silence, I said, you have no idea what I'm talking about, do you? And I didn't either. I had no idea. I actually looked it up after I read this story. So he said uh, they didn't, so I told him. You know, you you get your friends, you jump into a truck, and then you drive around (laughs) and shine a spotlight into the field looking for deer, and then you count them. Oh, that's not what they do here. Yeah, exactly. That's what I found (laughs) out, too. And he says, and now that I've explained it, it does sound ridiculous, but it's a real thing, and they even have laws about it and everything. So he says, it's amazing the things that people take for granted when when we consider you know that we consider normal, and that comes to us from Derek. But yeah, I looked it up, and, and apparently, what it is is you drive around and you point the, the the light out, and you see the reflection of the eyes, and you don't count mm-hmm. them; you shoot them. Yes, and it's it's, it's illegal, illegal in most states. Um, it's, it's illegal in in Georgia. Yeah, in most states, I mean, just almost all oh, of them. You, okay, most Be- states. Because yeah. what happens is it takes advantage, obviously, of the fact. I mean, you could do it with rabbits, warthogs, or whatever, whatever, and they, they but they won't look away, and you can even walk up on them and stuff like that. And, yeah, because uh, they're fixated on the light, and they can't really see. They can't see you. So yeah, it's crazy. That's how you catch frogs too. But uh, as okay. far as those wonderful, amazing things that we take for granted, uh, we have one of those in our state. It's called going to the beach in December. So, <laughs> that's what we do. What? Well, he says he says he's got you know he, he said uh, that that he, these oh, things oh the things we take for granted yeah in our town ta- in our town and, and one of the things I probably take for granted is the fact that we can go to the beach in January. I mean, it's a good point. It's not a big you deal. Can do it. So, thanks, Derek, for sending that in. Let me see what time it is. We got time, man. We're good. I was awesome. on a church mission to Turku, 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 in Finland with a bunch of people, Whoa. and there were there were missionaries and a bunch of us that that lived in a city called Turku in Finland. Okay. It's, a little, it's a little repeat there. I shared an apartment with three other missionaries. Anyway, one night. We all went to sleep. The guy in a bed next to me opens his eyes for a split second. But uh, he was about to go to sleep, but he saw me staring at him in my sleep. And, um, and he said he was weirded out. He told me about it later. So he said. So he told me later what I'd been say- that I'd been saying tiku, tiku, tiku over and over again. And then I stopped and I looked at him and I started speaking gibberish really fast in my sleep. And then I started over... <laughs> toward the wall and I said some same gibberish but this time I was singing it slowly with a smile on my face oh, that's freaky Dude, I'd freaking be out of there I'd have the lights on I'd be like alright demons wake up so anyway we found out later that Tiku is in Finnish means stick so I was looking at him saying stick stick and that comes to us from Joseph Joseph I did a little research and all I can say 
is the word. <laughs> John's gone. Let me try to get him back on first, real quick. Hey, homie. Yep, yep, yeah. That's uh, what I said. Well, anyway, all I could say is the the, the word "rivetu," which is the Finnish word for possessed. So that's what that's I. That's freaky. Joseph, you have a devil in you. I just want to let you know. Don't go missionary work anymore. They don't like that stuff. Mm -mm. All right, let's do one more. Let's say, I woke up one brisk Saturday morning as the, to the melodious sounds of larks and cicadas, thinking mm, to myself, lovely. self, today would be a fine day for an adventure. I climbed out of bed without even a second thought at showering and bolted down the stairs two at a time. Apparently, he was a kid, by the way. Grabbing my shoes from the corner, I left them in, and I took off for the shed in my backyard. A matte black 10-speed huffy bike awaited me inside. Mm. Let's call it Danger. That was I the like name it. of the bike. Danger. I walked Danger out into the blooming sunlight and could almost feel the cold steel trembling with excitement. Danger knew today was going to be epic and he could hardly yes. contain himself. Wow. Or given the bike uh, personality. Uh, this is good. This is good writing. I know, right? Whoa, danger! I called to him, gently patting him uh, on his right brake grip. <laughs> Try to say that three times. Right, it's right brake grip. Right brake grip. Right brake grip. Right brake grip. No, uh, can't do it. No, we'll get there soon enough. I said. I checked danger's chains and spokes, confident that everything was more or less in place for today's escapade, and I hopped on. Put danger through his paces on the front lawn. Looking up, I noticed my mom was there too. She was preparing to mow the lawn. Anthony, did you eat breakfast yet? I left it for you in the kitchen. No, ma. I droned with a visible boredom. Silly material caretaker. Surely she knew that the call of adventure <laughs> superseded all forms of nutritional indulgence. Maybe not, but whatever. It was time to go. I breathed in deep and took off for the first hill I saw. Let's do this! I screamed at the top of my lungs, pedaling like a maniac. The hill... Theme music right here. I know, right? <laughs> the hill welcomed me with open arms. Smiling its bright green grassy smile, I pushed hard up its sidewalk shoulders and was nearly at the crown when suddenly I realized it had gone a little too hard, a little too fast. I could feel danger's momentum slowing beneath me. And I stopped quite suddenly and passed out headfirst into Ooh. the turf. <laughs> <laughs> I can relate with that. <laughs> so my eyes flashed black and red for a second or two, but as I came to, reality began to set in. Today was no day for an adventure. I retraced my steps, put that dumb old bike away, climbed <laughs> the stairs to my room, and slept till noon. Anthony. So mm. there you go. I like That's that. That's why it helps to eat. Eat, eat breakfast before you take danger out of the parking garage. Exactly. And that's the moral of the story, by the way. Is it? Is the moral of the story, eat your breakfast? No. Is the moral of the story, sleep till noon? No. The moral of the story is, don't name your bike. It's weird. <laughs> it's dangerous. <laughs> Danger! <laughs> Very well written, though. I, I have yes. Say. Well, well done, Anthony. My, my hat's off to you. I actually had to dumb it down a little bit. I rewrote a little bit of the end because I was like, "This is I'm not getting it because I'm not smart enough. So, so oh, I got one more. This is from Keith. I mentioned him earlier. Blind dude. He's awesome. Uh, I don't have my guide dog anymore. Aww. He passed away a few years ago. That's a great way to start a funny life story. After a long and rewarding time... <laughs> of leading me around in the days when I owned my business. He, so he led him around while he was doing his 
stuff. I had vending machines in a in a post office break room and a few branch post offices in town. So the guy, you know, would walk around and, and Wait a second. So take care of so uh I take it he's blind. Yes, yes. And he has a vending machine business. Yeah, yeah, man. That's beyond impressive. Well it explains a few things about vending machines, but I won't go oh. there. Like sometimes when the, the wrong thing's in the wrong slot. <laughs> But I'm not saying that's what ever happened to his machines. But no, no, I'm sure. Keith's I'm just thinking, great. how would he know not somebody's not? Well, the dog told him stealing. The dog. Oh, the dog, exactly. Okay, troops. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so uh, he says on a typical day, it included having Mick Mackey. Mackey walk me to the various vending machines. See, Mackey's dead, and that's sad for me. But anyway, yeah, I so I could get them cleaned and reloaded with snacks and sodas. Yeah, so obviously Keith was the man because I've never seen one of these things cleaned. They've always got crumbs in the corners and all that kind of stuff. So, and not only that, he's carrying all this product because he's not like driving a truck. If I were him, I would have a I would have a evidence shelf installed on my dog's poop bag bow or something mm, like that man tying that one all together thank you he did nice his job stuff. well in fact as we walked home one day i noticed that he kept trying to walk me off the sidewalk i ended up in a place where the concrete seemed to come to a dead end there was grass to the front of me and to my left side and to my right there was a building but when i tried to turn around and go back down the walk uh, we just came down he wanted to stay there so there was probably an elevator shaft nearby or something. I saw that movie. But um, anyway, yeah. I knew we had to retrace our steps a little and find where the st- sidewalk had split off. Clearly, this was some sort of storefront patio that didn't go all the way through. But why wouldn't Mackie budge? He usually mm. didn't do this kind of thing. Deciding to play his silly doggy game, I explored the area a little better where uh, he refused to budge from. And sure enough, there it was. A soda machine. Oh. So good old in, 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 intuitive Mackie. Uh, but this one wasn't mine, buddy, he says. So once I found uh, what he wanted me to see, he seemed happy and led me the rest of the way home. Oh. Later, to punish him, I killed him. <laughs> oh, Which, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> Later, I discovered he did the same thing at the mall, outside of Walmart, and anywhere we would pass a vending machine. The crazy dog was mm. too smart for his own good. All I could do was pat him on the head, praise him, and uh, and go on our way, Keith. So um, the moral of this story is all guide dogs go to heaven. So, yes. I just wanted Wait, to I thought all dogs went to heaven. No, just guide dogs. Just guide dogs. Well, I mean, all of them do, but... Yeah, it's not true because there was one dog that I saw almost went to hell, and uh, but then he had sacrificed his life for that weird looking little girl. So what? I'm talking I'm about the sh- movie. All dogs go to hell. Oh, there's a scary, yeah, I never scary saw the scene. movie. Oh, see, I just know the title. I didn't see it. <laughs> I didn't see it till it came out on VHS because I have a well known story about the fact that me and my girlfriend at the time went and saw Chucky three or something like that instead <laughs> of. All Dogs Go to Heaven, and I came home, and my mom's like, what'd you see? We saw All Dogs Go to Heaven, and what was it about? And we didn't really know, so we're just like, all the dogs went to heaven. It's about as descriptive as I could be. (laughs) And it worked. (laughs) Well, what's there much to say about dogs that go to heaven? You know, they just had a story. Well, it's a Don Bluth film. It was, you know, it was decent, you know, as decent as a movie that's not a Disney movie can be 
So it's time for that part of the show called the recap song, and I tune my guitar. Yeah. Nice. Yes. Yeah. I, I do. In a Skype-like fashion, on my end, it's it's beautiful. <laughs> All right. Oh, he's going into a minor. Yeah. It's E minor. It's the darkest chord in the world. Yeah. He's gonna play a four chord song. All right, what do you got, man? What do you wanna? What do you want? What do you wanna hear me wrap up? Let's see. Let's wrap it up. Gotta do something about the Panera idiot and the toilet moth. <laughs> okay. And uh... all right, let's start there. Let's say uh, I was walking into my bathroom late one night. Saw a moth on the edge of the toilet in the nightlight. I tried to knock him into the water with my pee, but I missed him. At least I think I did, and he came after me. Whoa, toilet moth! Whoa, toilet moth! Nothing that I can think of. Rhymes with moth, except for sloth, but there was no sloth. Just a toilet moth. Mm, yeah. And he lived there for two long days. Didn't die of pee starvation. He lived off my pee. <laughs> <laughs> and he scared a smaller version of me and yes. so I went and killed that guy his life was short but they only live a couple days anyway toilet moth toilet moth how can I say I feel lost I peed on you you flew at me and now you're gone in eternity Toilet moth, where are you? A dusty spot is all I do when I see you. I think of other things I've done. I'm a sinner just like John's son. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, man, good one. Good one. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm homeschooled and it's fun, but I only get to see one woman, and it's my mom. (laughs) So every other Tuesday at 8 a.m., we join a group of all my friends. Some of them are alien. They have some curves. They have long hair. I had not seen them before anywhere. My mother told me that they were girls. I was happy to see them in their dresses, socks, and curls. (laughs) And thanks to the internet and apps, I figured out a plan. I choreographed a scenic dance and ended up in a van with all of them. Yes. Only 
only thing I noticed was the fact that the windows were powered and the locks were too, and no one had turned on the child locks, and I could open the door myself. Push of a button. It took. You got anything else? I'm, I'm, I always go blank. Okay. The, the thought of wiry, pokey hair on her legs <laughs> is, is coming out. For some okay, reason. okay. Well, my mom loved to spank me every time that I was bad. And it's okay now, because I'm grown up and I'm very, I'm really not that sad. The only thing that I have to have regular doctor visits for. Is my mom had wiry, dark black hair When she made me sit on her lap before I just put that in because it rhymed And <laughs> I hated when that spoon would hit my butt But you know what? The worst thing yet was sitting in her lap And being poked through two layers of cloth Old toilet moth <laughs> I miss you Oh yes I do Toilet moth Why didn't you save that little girl While she was being spanked all day And having to sit Be poked in a very yucky way Awkward way Yeah <laughs> Her derriere didn't even have that kind of hair So you know it came from mom And uh, it was gross <laughs> Because of the stuff that was there Alright, I got one more I just want to say Mackie, we miss you Even oh, though yes. we never knew you existed till tonight Mackie, we miss you, buddy I'm sure you were the best C&I dog even at night Oh, Mackie, you're awesome Because you like vending machines And Mackie, if there was a dog monarchy You'd be the king Oh, Mackie We miss you, Mackie. Yes. <laughs> I am clapping on that one. Oh, my gosh. You know, it's hit or miss with those things. Uh, sometimes I can rhyme it all, and sometimes nothing. Nothing. Man, I just wish I could sing back up for you, oh but Skype God. won't allow it. I appreciate it. I, you do your part very well. You you feed me the lines, and that's uh, that's what makes it possible. So, speaking of the people that make it possible, thank all of you guys for tuning in today. Thank you, chat room, for being there with us tonight. We appreciate you. Yeah. And uh, visit the website. 
Go on, uh, go on over there. You heard me talk about it, all the changes that I made and all that kind of stuff. I want to hear some feedback, if you don't mind. Podcast.nlcast.com, where you can follow us on Twitter and Facebook. That's me and John, by the way. Um, matter of fact, that's my next task, is I want to make sure I get as much of John on that front page as I have of me and the show. So oh. I'm going to be changing that if you want, if you want that kind of attention. So I'll do wow. that. But leave us the iTunes review, if that's how you found us, or however you found us. <laughs> Reviews are our life's blood. If you can't give at least, do us the favor of sharing your theories on our a podcast in a series of stars and comments. That would be awesome. And, yeah, uh, five of them. Yeah, check out the archive of all of the NLCast Network shows that are available for download at NLCast.com. Uh, great shows over there of the past and uh, maybe of the future. We'll see. Thanks to our patrons. Thanks to Rob Goers for our theme music. Thanks to our spouses for letting us record our contributors and everyone who listens. And remember, when you tell your funny life story, tell it like nobody's listening. We'll see you guys next week. Peace. Later.